Chapter 5 of Gopal Kundala This is a LibriVox recording All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain For more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org Read by Yoganand Gopal Kundala by Bankim Chandra Chatterjee translated by HAD Phillips Chapter 5 On the Brink of the Ocean On getting up at dawn Nobukumar naturally felt anxious to devise some means for getting home especially as the proximity of this kapalik did not at all please him but for the present how was he to get out of this pathless jungle again how was he to know the way home the kapalik must know the way surely he would tell it if asked especially as so far he had done nothing to cause him alarm then why should he be afraid the kapalik had forbidden him to leave the hut before his return and he would incur his anger by disobedience nobukumar had heard that kapalik's can by the strength of their incantations accomplish the impossible therefore he ought not to disobey him thinking this and much besides nobukumar made up his mind to remain in the hut for the present gradually it became afternoon but the kapalik did not return yesterday's fast and the fact that he had eaten nothing today made his hunger intense he had consumed the previous night the few roots and herbs that were in the hut and now if he were not to go in search of some more he would die of hunger when a little of the day was left nobukumar was driven by the pangs of hunger to leave the hut in quest of food nobukumar wandered in and out the adjacent sandals in search of roots he tasted the fruit of several trees growing on the sand and found that the fruit of one of these trees was very sweet like almonds and thereby satisfied his hunger the above mentioned sand heaps were very narrow so that nobukumar easily wandered beyond them then he came upon a sandless dense forest those who have wandered for a short time in an unknown forest know that one can lose one's way in a moment this was just what happened to nobukumar after he had come a little way he could not make out by what path he had left the hermitage a deep noise of water fell upon his ear and he knew that this must be the rumbling of the ocean after a moment he suddenly emerged from the forest and saw the sea in front of him the sight of that immense endless mass of blue water made his heart overflow with intense joy he went and sat down on the sandy shore foaming blue the endless sea on both sides as far as the eye could reach could be seen the streaks of foam flung by the breaking of the waves like garlands woven with heaps of pure white flowers those white streaks in the golden sand formed a fitting hair ornament for the jungle belted earth in the midst of the blue ocean too the foamy waves were breaking in a thousand places if so strong a wind could blow as to move the stars from the myriad resting places and dash them about in the azure sky they would resemble the gambols of those ocean waves at this moment a portion of the blue water was burning like molten gold in the soft rays of the setting sun in the far distance the vessel of some european trader was sailing on the heart of the ocean spreading its wings like some large bird as long as nobukumar was seated on the shore gazing intently at the beauty of the ocean he was deprived of the sense of space then all at once twilight descended and sat on the black waters then nobukumar remembered that he must look for the hermitage heaving a deep sigh he got up why he heaved a deep sigh is more than i can say perhaps it was the recollection of some past happiness who can tell He got up and returned towards the sea and as he turned an incomparable sight met his gaze 
there on the sandy shore on the brink of the deep sounding ocean in the dim twilight stood a wondrous female form masses of hair unconfined curling like snakes falling in a heap to the ankles against the hair stood out of jewel form like a painting on the painter's canvas the abundance of her curly tresses prevented the whole of her face being seen nevertheless it could be seen like the moon's rays bursting forth from a cleft in the clouds the glance from her large eyes was very steady very sweet intensely deep and full of light that glance was tender and bright like the moon's rays playing on the heart of the sea her heaps of hair had covered her shoulders and arms the former were quite invisible but the marble brilliancy of her arms could be seen a little the girl's body was entirely devoid of ornaments there was a certain charm in her form that it is impossible to describe her color was like the luster of the half moon her hair jet black the beauty of her skin and hair was enhanced by their close contiguity one could only feel its wondrous powers of fascination by seeing it in the evening light on the shore of the deep resounding ocean nobukumar stood motionless on the apparition of this heavenly form in so inaccessible a forest he was deprived of the power of speech and gazed in silent wonderment the woman too was motionless and with a steady gaze fixed her large eyes on nobukumar's face the difference between them was this that nobukumar's glance was that of a startled being while the woman's look bore no trace of astonishment though it evinced considerable anxiety thus on the lonely shore of the ocean they gazed at one another for some time after a long interval the woman's voice was heard she said very softly traveler have you lost your way the harp of nobukumar's heart sounded in unison with his voice sometimes the strings of the wondrous heart's mechanism are so devoid of tune that try as hard as we may we cannot unite them but they are corrected by a single sound not but the voice of a woman then all becomes tuneful from that moment life appears as happy as a current of music so that voice sounded in nobukumar's ear traveler have you lost your way this was a sound that penetrated nobukumar's ear what was the meaning what reply to give he could not think a sound appeared to wander about as if quivering with joy it appeared to flow on the wind it was murmured by the leaves of the trees and then seemed to grow fainter and melt away in the noise of the sea the ocean girt earth was beautiful the woman was beautiful the voice too was beautiful the tune of beauty rose on the strings of his heart the woman getting no reply said come so saying she went away her steps could not be seen softly and with invisible tread she went like a white cloud moved by the gentle wind in spring time navakumar went with her like a mechanical doll in one place they would have to go round a small patch of jungle on getting behind this he could not observe the woman any more when he had got round it he saw the hut in front of him the end of chapter 5